David. Dan, how are you, mate? Good. You can hear me. This is amazing. I can hear you, buddy. I have to apologise. I, I saw you come online before and I was waiting for Hendo to come online. And yeah, I just texted him. He said he's having some technical issues. He's, he's totally lost the plot. <laughs> he's totally lost it. What's he doing? Well, he came on there. He couldn't hear me. And I was trying to tell him to just take his head earphones out. He, he didn't know to do that. So now he's left. And he, he's like, just do it. Do it without, like, with me on here, but with me not being able to hear you. And I'm like, that's not going to work. That's stupid. He's coming back in. If, if, if it doesn't work, we'll just do it together because that's we'll all right. Out. But, yeah, if uh, this works, then... I think he said he's been to his, his local Christmas party or something. I, th- I think this is all falling apart to be quite Oh my honest. God, is this working? Can yes, you hear me? Mate. Yes, I can hear you. Holy Yay. fuck. <laughs> I, just, I just told David all the shit that happened and I shouldn't have because this all looks very professional now. Yeah. No, nah, we're not professional at all. Nope. How um, are you, Hendo? DJ, long time no speak, mate. Have you been yes. well? Yeah, mate, I'm good. Can you just... Uh, uh, Dan, can you just caption that photo? Is like, where's Hendo's glasses? Oh, he's fucking lost them because he's been on the piss. Wow. So, um, <laughs> the, the only thing good about this photo is you don't have a glass that's filled with bubbles because you don't know how to clean them. No, well, I've, I've, I've gone back to cans. Oh, wait, I've got a good beer though. I've got this. Uh, I stopped by Easy Times today and I picked up this Easy Times Ovation something strong ale. Oh, nice. I can't even. I think it's hazy. Says hazy strong ale. So shout out to Cuzzy and the uh, Easy Times crew, yeah. especially Joshy, who is who's the GM there. He's a bit of a legend. Do you drink beer, David? I was reading your LinkedIn, and it, it sort of made me feel like you don't drink beer. This is a fucking great question. Yes, I have been drinking beer this year. <laughs> I met Hendo. Hendo got me back on the piss. Oh no! Ah. Oh. I'm enough to drive anyone to drink. <laughs> so when I first met DJ, he, he was, uh, he rang me up and he was like, uh, he said, Hendo, I'm really excited. I want to start an alcohol free brewery. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay. You, are you aware of the challenges around that? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah I know I'm fine. You know, a, a typical DJ style. And he goes, I'm going to do it anyway. I said, do you know how to brew, mate? He goes, yeah, no, no, I can, I can learn that. I said, well, why don't you come and join me at the TAFE, right? So DJ spent the first half of this year studying the Certificate 3 at TAFE with myself and and Kate and and um, learn how to make beer, make some awesome beer and that sort of thing. And um, so now I don't know if you guys have discussed this, DJ um, has a alcohol-free brewing company now. Yeah, the- yeah. So we 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 start brewing in January, and um, we'll have our first batch February. What's the name of the brewing company? Beneficial Beer Co. Beneficialbeer.co is the uh, website, and um, we're doing a lager as our first alcohol-free. So in um, uh, early in the year, we got Bruce Peachy involved with us who did uh, 20 years at Tui's. So he was sort of the guy that created Tui's new. And from there he went to um, Blue Tongue and did the Blue Tongue Lager. Um, and he's, he's dabbled around in alcohol free 
uh, you know, five or six years ago. So we're um, we're, we're going to give it a, give it another go with this lager. Nice. I think nice. lager's a good lager's a good choice because we, we've tried a couple on this show, and the 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 lager seems like a good good beer for an alcohol-free beer. If you're trying to do something crazy, it's it's kind of asking a bit too much, I think. Yeah, so there's no one's doing, no one's got a lager in market now. Like the craft guys, they've all got, you know, pales or XPA or quiet XPA or uh, dark. Um, so, you know, we probably want to go to that stage to, to there at some stage. But both Bruce and I, like I just, when I stopped drinking alcohol, I just said to myself, um, well, I want to turn this into a passion and hence started the beer company. And um, I was like, well, if I want to go to the pub with the boys, I want to be able to drink a nice lager, like which is what I like to drink um, yeah. on tap or, you know, out of a bottle. Um, so so uh, Heineken was my, is my go-to and it's really a multi, you know, what is, I don't know, what is that? Is it a lager? I'm not sure. You mean the, the double zero version? Yeah. Yeah, Heineken zero. Yeah, yeah, you brought some into class. Like normally, you know, if you you bring your your, your student would bring a teacher in an apple. You brought me in a Heineken double zero. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and then we ran it through the alkalizer just to be sure. Um, yeah. But um, I found it very. It's really difficult with alcohol free beers because they can wind up really wirty, mm-hmm. really easily. But it actually tasted like a beer that didn't have too much going on with it, but taking it in the context that it was an alcohol-free beer, uh, not a, not a, no, sorry. Yeah, there, isn't it? There's a difference between NA and alcohol-free. Yeah. Which so one's which? They say that, uh, they say that um, one of them is like zero. Yeah, and one's po- less, than, less than 0.5%. Yeah, no, 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 no. One of them's actually like zero alcohol. So, yeah. and then the other one, yeah, sorry. And then the other one, non-alcoholic is less than 0.5, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So, but Heineken double zero is, it was 0%. We put it through the alkalizer, it was basically the same as water. Yeah, right. There was no alcohol in it at all. Yeah, so we're going to do, we're going to brew a mid-strength lager, 3.5 this lager is, and then we're going to put it through our own machine and strip out the alcohol. Yeah, right. Um, everyone else is doing the biological methods with, um, you know, either the yeast or low grain bill and, and working, working with mash temp, but, um, yep. you know, Bruce reckons he can't drink more than one or two of those. Mm. If, in fact, sorry, he didn't say two. He said, I can't drink more than one. Mm. Um, so, you know, if I'm going down to the pub with the boys, I want to have three or four beers, then, we want to drink. We want to make um, a drinkable lager. So let's see where we come in February. We'll see how we go, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. I've been waiting for two years for this. Yeah, you've well, worked very hard on it, mate. Well, it's been a nightmare. It's like like COVID stopped us getting the machinery out of Adelaide. But um, but even like the first year, just going to all the breweries and going, can you help me do this? Do you want to do this? Do you want to be part of it? I'm going to go raise a shitload of money. We're going to do a test market in through my mates' bottle shops in Newcastle and pubs in Newcastle. It's a great test market. Everyone, you know, Newcastle's known as that. Um, you know, I'll go raise a shitload of money after that and build a brewery. Is anyone interested? No one was interested. But also, was that a time when, like, COVID had hit, so all these breweries were just smashed. Like, everyone mm. was just 
can their own beers and everyone was drinking heavily in Australia. So, um, yeah, no one was interested. But, um, uh, you know, we've come full circle now and we'll see what, see what comes out in February. Ooh. Fingers crossed it's a beast. We're working with some really good brewers that have won some great awards this year. And, um, um, you know, under Bruce's, Bruce's tutelage, I think we should be right. Bruce Peachy's a bit of a legend in the industry, eh? He is, yeah. He's like, you know, he's been in the game for what, I think, you know, for over 30 years, nearly 40 years. So he's old school. Um, he knows his craft and, um, you know, we'll see, see where we end up. But He's um, one of the few he's known, brewers. He's known for his lager as well, right? That's Absolutely, is. yeah. Like I've met him a couple of times, uh, you know, beer judging and that sort of thing, ARBAs mostly and that sort of thing, and, He's he's such a good reputation. He's one of the few brewers when uh, when I meet him, I go, okay, he, you're one of the old school crew. Much respect, mm-hmm. um, you know. And and he's he's done a lot of you know a lot of really interesting, fascinating stuff in the industry over a very very long career, you know. Yeah. So Dan, you're doing yes. um, you're going to do an uh, you're going to do an NFT beer, are you? Well, we're, we're, I want to do something. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we've got a few little ideas we're working on. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it. I've just got a couple of friends. I've got one friend who is uh, just a fucking nut with crypto stuff, and it's literally all he does. Yeah. Um, and probably knows him if that's the case. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. He's, <laughs> what, what's his Twitter? There's a lot out there. Yeah, his Twitter's um, but I think um, Mr. Robbo, Mr. Robbo is his Twitter. You might yeah, right. Um, We should probably give a bit of context. So we've been sort of building up to this conversation um, for the last few weeks. We've been talking about because I've just thrown it in the mix of all the bloody things that um, you know, we can talk about and that sort of thing. And NFTs have become uh, you know, something that's sort of propped up, cropped up on. The, the mainstream media, um, we should probably take a step back very, very briefly and just sort of go, what is an NFT? What does it stand for? What do they do? And how the fuck does it relate to beer? <laughs> so Hendo doesn't want me to answer your question. He wants you yeah. to answer his question. Just to summarise what just happened. So, okay. How about, how about this, right? <laughs> how about this, DJ? I'll take it. I'll take my knowledge as far as I can take it. Yeah. And then I'm just then I'm just going to stop and you just step in and just go, eh. Does See what happens when Hendo gets his headphones back? He just takes <laughs> over. <laughs> so he, here's, here's what I think it is, right? So NFT, it stands for non-fungible token. And so a non-fungible token is something that's related to the blockchain. And the blockchain is a journal of transactions that happens through cryptocurrency. And that's part of the... And so... Doing tra- processing transactions is part of um, part of the blockchain, which is how cryptocurrencies exchange you pay for goods and exchange money between people and all that sort of stuff. Um, but a non-fungible token is something that's a one-off. It's unique and can't be replicated at all. Um, and so, which I think is great because I think about, you know, what the future potential uses of an nft could be 
like for example, it could be something that would be, you know, my 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 um my sister rocked up to a family fucking uh, gathering a few weeks ago with a bottle of whiskey that we Googled. You know, I said, that's a really rare bottle of whiskey. Where'd you get that? She said, it fell off the back of the truck. I said, that's cool. Let's Google that. And it turns out it was a $12,500 bottle of whiskey. I said, where the fuck did you get a $12,500 bottle of whiskey? Anyway, I got onto a few friends that knew whiskey and that sort of thing. And I said, what's this worth? And, And they said, oh, it's probably worth, you know, a couple of grand because you don't have the certificate of authenticity, which you can get apparently for fucking bottles of whiskey. Wait, who had so, this whiskey? Who was this? I didn't open it. It was twelve and a half thousand dollar bottle of whiskey. My sister. It's my sister. Live in a different world, Hendo. Fucking oath! What I live in a different world. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The more we do this shit, Dan, the more you learn about me, and the more beers I have beforehand, the deeper we go down the rabbit hole, mate. Anyway, anyway, all that said, so how close was he? NFTs, right? So I like a certificate of authenticity. They're a one-off. They go with something and there's lots of applications around having something that's a one-off and non-copyable in uh, a, 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 in an electronic setting. Would that be fair, DJ? Yeah, that's, no, yeah nailed it. So, yeah, um, you know, they talk about Web3 now, right, which is where the internet didn't go to and Web3 is around all the decentralisation. So they class NFTs one area, um, DeFi, which is decentralized finance, is another area. And then the metaverse is, is a whole other space. And I think, uh, you know, NFTs work, work well with the metaverse. You're also seeing NFTs working well in DeFi at the moment. Some, some of these protocols are launching NFTs to raise their seed capital on the back of. Um, and those, you know, those, those, base, those NFTs have value. But... Um, but um, yeah, exactly. So it's it's you know so like I, you know I'm not the best person to be talking about this because I'm not like it's I think it's the, a couple of years you know these younger people for, for, uh, that are that are across it because for me you know these guys that are out there spending millions of dollars buying JPEGs there's this whole right click save thing. You know, like, yeah. so they're like, I don't care. I don't own, like, like you know, it's not like you're buying a, a piece of art that sits on my wall in my house and it's just there. And if anyone wants to come and look at it and see it, right, it's I can buy a digital piece of art, a digital piece of art. It can go anywhere on the internet. People can right-click and save it. They're not, so they're all excited. These guys are excited about actually owning the authenticity of, of the immutable blockchain ledger that says, you know, Dave Jackson owns NFT number 302 by, you know, by Bored Apes or whoever. Um, and uh, so far, I, can't, I, I still not, I can't get my head around, around it. Um, I know a lot of people that have got their head around it, a lot of mainly investors. Um, but also, so a good mate of mine is it, just, he just relates it to when he was a kid, he used to collect... Um, uh, uh, baseball cards, cards. Or footy cards, or Trump yeah, cards, cards. Or exactly. No yeah. baseball cards, right? He was a big baseball card collector, mm. and he'd go, you know, that was it. So he just relates it. It's a modern way of baseball cards, right? So um, you know, he's in his he's in his forties or something, but um, yeah, you know that. But then, so you know, relating it back to beer, it's interesting because it's re- very new. You know, I, th- I think there was a a, company, a beer a brewery in the US that did something earlier in the year, 
um, around a bunch of cans that they were launching. So you would buy a can, you'd get an NFT relating to that can. Um, and then since then, Heineken's, uh, since then, Budweiser's Budweiser. kind of done a massive play with a few of their brands. Yeah. Um, but, um, but I've recently read about a, 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 a Vietnamese brewery and they, you know, they were like brewing a certain brew and then the, the recipe would be put on the blockchain and then they'd burn the recipe and then you'd have access. Only those people that bought the NFTs would have access to drink the beer that there was only ever going to be one brewed made and that recipe wow. was burnt. And if you had access to the NFTs, you, could, you got access to the recipe. Yeah. Um, so that, that, you know, that's a take on it, Dan, that's interesting. Um, yeah, there was a there was a sake one that my mate Jared, who I who I mentioned before, bought, and you could either get the the physical, you could get the NFT, or you could burn the NFT and get the physical bottle of sake. Right. Yeah. You either got one or the other. Yeah, you get one yeah. or the other. So you have to yeah, choose. Yeah. So yeah, and Penfolds are doing it with. Aren't they haven't they done a a barrel of. Did they do a barrel of grains or they did a, they're doing a barrel of something and you you can buy yeah. into it using an NFT? Well, that's that was exactly the thing. I was talking to Cuzzy from Easy Times today about this very thing. I said, I, I get the I get the whole point in NFTs and stuff like that. Don't you think that would be a really good thing for the secondary market for beer? Right. So let's say you release uh let's say, let's say that the um the great white buffalo in the beer world, uh West Letter and 12, right? Which is the probably the most resold beer on the planet. The only place you can buy West Flitter and Twelve is from the fucking monastery itself. Right. They don't distribute it. Yeah. They don't do anything like that. But I've had it. But I know that I've had it because it's passed through many hands, like a fucking drug deal, yeah. to get to me. And so where I think NFTs would come in, NFT beer would come into play, is that if I have the NFT, and I have a particular beer which might have a QR code or something on that, like that that relates to that NFT, that means that I bought it and it's genuinely mine. Yeah. So if people want to resell the beer, then um, then that's cool, but then you've got to prove that you bought it from a genuine source, you know, and not just from some random dude on the internet. But, you're, but Hendo, you're assuming that you it's the beer itself that has the value, right? Well, for some people it is. Yeah, but beer, but beer is not something that I mean. Beer doesn't last very long, right? Have you had a Westy Twelve, mate? I have not. <laughs> no. How long does that last for? It's a big, it's a big Belgian quad, mate. It's no, I know what it, I know what it is, but yeah. <laughs> how long? How long does it last for, Hendon? And let's say it's not beer. Let's say it's wine or whiskey or something that does last a long time, right? What about something that proves the authenticity of where that beer came from, right? Let's say it's a highly desirable beer, like Westy 12. And yeah. the monks, every bottle they create, they put it, they attach an NFT to it. And every time that, that someone bought that beer, that NFT, that token would pass to the next person and it would be in the blockchain that that had passed on. And every time that person sold it, you get the NFT with the bottle of beer and then it would be forever in the blockchain that custodianship that that of of the ownership until that person. So, you know, rather than sort of buying a random bottle of Westy Twelve, which I don't know how many hands it's passed through, you could actually see through the blockchain the history of that. 
Mm. Is that am I right there? Is that kind of what could be done with it, DJ? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. So it's like proving the provenance of it. But I always, I'm always skeptical about, um, you know, how they, how you can attach that, that QR code or 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 whatever it is to the to the to the product. And yeah. uh, there's a company I know that did uh, meat from you know plate to uh, from you know farm to plate, and they talk about these little, little minute edible that you can scan mm-hmm. whatever they what, you know these are little minute somethings that that you can run a scanner by so you can prove that yeah so yeah i mean you know for and they're and they can they pass through your body they're fine they're completely digestible um but you eat them and you poop them out yeah exactly they're just a super nano small little but that's you know we, we all know how good the chinese are at um at uh, replicating things so um, if you're going down that route, but you know, like as, as I don't know, I think Dan or you, you know, it's so, it's, as no, Dan says, it's not, it's, it's sometimes it's not about that beer, right? That's, that's, mm. that's what I think. I think the, the, you're assuming the whole point is the authenticity associated with the product, but there's a lot of people who, who want to have, like what we're doing, what, what we, what I want to do with it has, doesn't have a lot to do with the beer. It's more to do with the fact that. Um, people people want to be part of something. They want to be part of that community. Like people are buying those board eight things, not because they're getting anything physical at all. It's no. because they want to be part of that community that and they community. believe in what the community is doing and they want their yeah. unique their unique sort of profile picture thing and all of that. So yeah, we're going who makes the money from that? Though? What's that? Who makes the money from that? So the guys who minted them to start with, there was like ten thousand of them, and then they, you know, put out a thing, come and mint them, and they probably sold them for you know a thousand bucks a pop at the time, and um, they they minted their own or whatever the launch style was, and then away it goes, right? So between the board apes and the the other ones are the uh, punks. Crypto punks, um, yeah. You know, those punks are selling for millions and millions of dollars, but. But um, you know, in the beer space, I think it's really going to come. I think it's the, the great two things is one is about the the branding and the label. Yes. Yes. You know that 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 branding, that label, that yeah, that artistic, right? So that's the art, the label art. The, that's the whole. You know, we all know that's thirty percent of the of the of the market, right? You know, you've got the taste, you got the branding, and the and the labeling. But um, so that's one part of it. But but Dan hit on community, so there's. So this whole metaverse is taking off, right? So, mm. you know, Dan could could launch these beers. It could be a seasonal beer, and we're gonna we're gonna do a thousand NFTs attached to these cases. And however he wants to do the fair launch for the NFTs, and how people could bid for them, or however he gets them out there. But then, you know, um, you know, Dan's brewery could create um, a his fucking brewery in like you know one of the metaverses. And the techies could go in, and if you've got one of these NFTs, you get you get free party on a Friday night in Black Ops in in you know the metaverse. Right? Yeah. This is what these kids are—they're all into it. They're all online. I'll tell you. I'll tell, I'll tell you what we're doing. Doing this, you know, in the metaverse, but not yeah. not even to that point, Hendo. Like my mates are now building metaverses for luxury brands. Like it's not. So it's not even well. I suppose you know that's targeting younger younger shoppers. But like you know, shopping and 
there's a whole there's a whole online play as well, which basically got nothing to do with the beer. Doesn't matter what what he's put in the can. It's not it's not proving the providence of it. It's not proving the value of the mm, taste exactly. or anything like that. Yeah. You know, not like your whiskey or your wine story, mm. which is awesome. It's really about the community and 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 where these kids are. They're all online. Like my boys, you know, is he out there playing Fortnite? No, he's not because I told him not to tonight. But you know, otherwise he, he probably is then. Because definitely, yeah, probably is now. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so the branding which, thing is a big is a big thing for me. That's why I'm interested in it because I think the I think the design around cans, like I we do we did fuck how many we did with 77 different beers this year, unique beers, new beers. Right. Um and every time so, so we do 77 different labels. Well, that's the thing. You have to make a decision every time. Do you do you get a, a really great designer to put you know a week into doing a great label and go back and forth with me and the Rihanna and just spend all that time. You can't do that for every beer. So you choose the ones you do that with, or you do something simpler or you do no label or you do one yourself or you do a generic label. The ones out of that 77, there might be say 30 that we did with a designer out of those 30, you know, probably, probably 20 of them are done by a designer that puts way more work into the can than they're getting as a reward. Like, like you just can't because all those beers we, we did like five hundred liters of them. You can't spend five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars on the can nah. and get that back. Yeah. So I'm interested in from a point of view of you have all of this awesome design going into the cans. Most of these designers are not working for a fair rate. You know, like these are the most talented yeah. people yeah, in society, and they're not getting rewarded for it. And I think this this whole thing with the nfts could be an opportunity for these designers to kind of work in a different way and get some benefit and have some ownership of it instead of getting paid 250 bucks for designing a can yeah so that's the other point hendo Ooh. with the ability that these nfts run on blockchain and uh smart contracts you can program into the nft that every time it's sold 10 percent of the sale price goes back to this wallet address which is the artist address right oh yeah. okay yeah. Yeah, that's that's the killer. That that's where, you know, that's where these artists are loving it. Um, oh, so it's a resale thing. Yeah, it's a royalty thing. It's and that's what's oh, happening. That'll happen right. in music as well. So music yeah. will go this way pretty soon too. I know the guys. So in, um, oh, okay. Flights, flights, so it's so so not only is it a, a a way in which you could guarantee the authenticity. Let's. I, I want to take this back to beer, right? Yeah. Because of what's ha- what what does happen with beer right now. So let's say I've got my Westie 12 that I bought myself from the monks yep. in West Flitteran, and then they issued an NFT with it. They said, because normally they're like, you can't resell this shit. And they're fucking monks, right? And they can tell you whatever the fuck they want to do to happen with their beer. <laughs> but if they create an NFT that went with their beer, because it's a very highly desirable beer, you would want the NFT to go with it as a certificate of authenticity, but also when the beer got sold, the monks got a little bit of a kicker for it. Mm-hmm. And as, because every time, like Westy 12, mate, is dead set like, like, um, like Coke, right? Every time it gets resold, the price goes up. Yeah, does it go up? And, yeah. I don't know. Hendo's, Hendo's going to be the guy. <laughs> what am I, a Coke fucking baron or something? <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so basically, Every time it gets resold for a higher price, the monks in in West Flatteran get uh, a cut of that. 
Exactly. As yeah. they should. Yeah. Um, Cantillon have uh, that issue as well. A lot of resold beer on the secondary market. And um, that would be, that's that's actually really interesting. Mm. Well, that's what, you know, Dan's play on looking after the community and look after his artists. He's not paying his artists a fortune every time he does 500 litres. There's a great story to that artist, right? Yeah, you're going to get these young kids who are going to love to work at Dan's Brewery. Oh, I'm going to do the out for this. And then, yeah. you know, if it's a if it's a killer beer and everyone loves it and then Dan decides not to brew it for another year or two, but everyone wants to jump on the bandwagon and buy those NFTs attached to that beer because Dan's saying it's going to come out in another year, but, you know. Well, I'll tell, I'll tell you what we're doing. You guys can both tell me if you think this is a stupid idea, right? So we're doing two things. One is you mentioned board, uh, sorry, you mentioned uh, board apes and crypto punks. Yep. I'm too poor for both of those, but I bought an on-chain monkey, which is about 500 bucks, right? Yeah. So on-chain monkey is, is one of these NFT sort of profile pick um, projects. But you spent 500 bucks on NFT. I've got <laughs> quite a few NFTs. You know, this is the cheapest one I've bought. <laughs> all, right. all right. Keep talking. Right. And here I am um, spending all my money on fucking Renos. Anyway, continue. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a bit of half lexicon in this monkey. Anyway, mm. I've got a monkey. It's actually my um, phone profile picture. So... I, the best I can do is no, I can't. Show some it fucked you. up shit right here. Anyway, right? I've got a fucking monkey. All right, that's all you need to know. It's a unique monkey, and it's generated on chain. So it's just there's like it. The whole thing lives on the blockchain. It's not associated with anything physical in the real world. It's just it's generated automatically. The design of this monkey, right? So what we did is we made this monkey into a beer. So it's called Monkey Business. It's a chalk banana stout, and if you buy the beer, you get a free NFT, which is just a generic NFT of the can, which is an image of the can. It's, it'll be the first NFT we ever do. But then we're using that. It's got a QR code on it. It'll take you to our website and then to our Discord server where you can just join in and we can start talking about all this crazy shit. So we've got a Discord, which is called the Black Ops Beta Team, right? Because it's experimental and anyone can join it. And if you're into all this shit and you're into beer and into Black Ops, you can join that team. Um, that's the first little project. And so if you buy the beer and you join the beta team, you can just get this NFT for free. We mint them all in one go. And if you've, you've joined up to the Discord at that point, you just get it for free. And they're all the same. It's not like a unique thing. But the other thing we're doing is we have a hop man, which is a hop character, which is like a little hop with arms and legs and shit. I love that T-shirt. Yeah. So what we've done with him is we've designed all these different features to him, similar to the board apes. I mean, not as crazy as that, but, you know, like he's, he's got certain hands, he's got different sunglasses, he's got different hats, he's got different beers. And we press a button and it generates a thousand of these things all in different combinations. And if you buy them, you're a token holder in the Black Ops Beta team and that gives you certain privileges. You get the NFT, you get a very unique hot man that you can use as your profile picture or whatever else. And then you're part of this team and you get certain privileges like we might do an exclusive beer or exclusive merch that only you can get and that kind of thing. Are they will they have rarity at those thousands? Some will be rarer than others. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you might get you draw. might get the hot man that is not have a hat and he's holding goat and he's the rarest one. And eventually, you know, he will be worth a lot more than the other ones, type thing. Yeah. So you reckon they'll be sold on the secondary market? I mean, we've got a thousand of them. There's probably only five people who are into crypto and beer, so I think it might take some time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you got to you got to riddle me this, right? <laughs> Let's say I wanted to 
get one of your fucking hot man beers or images or whatever the fuck it is. NFT. How yeah. do I, how, what, no, no, okay, so how do I yeah. buy an NFT? Do you want me to answer that or do you want to answer that, David? No, you answer, Dan. How, how, how yours especially? Because I know, because well, I, I've, I've, I think I've pretty adequately explained sort of what they are. Yes. But, but as far as the execution goes, I've got no idea. Well, you, you, need, you basically need two things. You need a, a, um, a wallet, which I just use MetaMask, which is a super easy wallet. You can get this as a browser-based wallet. And then you need a platform for distributing the NFTs. And OpenSea seems to be used by basically everything. So we're going to do ours on there. So these um, aren't attached to cryptocurrencies. Well, you have a platform that you use for the blockchain. So we'll use, we haven't decided which one. We'll probably use Ethereum blockchain for it. Yeah, because that's what I was going to say. Like, there's got to be a blockchain. And I know the Bitcoin is solely about its own currency. because, And so you can't, NFTs, I don't think, can be associated with Bitcoin. You wouldn't use Bitcoin. You'd, you'd use... But there, but I know Ethereum can, is an is, is extensible blockchain sort of thing. Yeah, Ethereum right? or Solana or one of these ones. You'd yeah, use so a lot of people are moving away from Ethereum because of the gas fees are too high, especially if you're going to be buying a $500, buck t- um, you know, $500 um, uh, NFT or cheaper NFT. But um, I noticed one of the beer companies, I think the Vietnamese one I was talking about, did theirs on Polygon. Yeah, Polygon. Yeah, um, and uh, I've I've seen some recent ones on Solana as well, um, and these are just layer two platforms that interact interact with Ethereum based contracts, smart contracts anyway. But yeah, Hendo, then like these have got nothing to do with cryptocurrencies. You use cryptocurrencies to purchase these these NFTs. You know these NFTs are created and they're JPEGs and they're you know they're issued issued on the blockchain. And then, as Dan said, you know, they, they go and sit in your wallet, um, whatever wallet you want. Like, you know, the expensive ones, most people take off, off, off chain and put it into a Tracer or a, um, you know, a um, what's the other wallet? Ledger. And that can, you know, sit in your drawer so that no one can steal it. Um, but, um, but, yeah, and OpenSea is the big market marketplace where all these all these um, NFTs is bought and sold. And then there's a site called Rarity, which, which, which scans the blockchain and pulls all the NFTs together and it shows you, you know, sale prices and how rare they are and whatnot. Um, yeah. Okay. So answer my question. Wild then. shit, Hendo. Wild ha, shit what, it is, it's, it's the early days of something that is potentially big. And, and when that sort of thing happens, you know, it usually is the Wild West the start. So let's say I want to buy... The Black Ops NFT beer. How yeah. the fuck do I do it? Well, the, the the monkey business one, you can just buy it. And it, really, the, all that is about is people who are into crypto will see my monkey on that can and recognize that that's an on-chain monkey and realize okay. that Black Ops is getting you into it. So, so that one okay, is more so promotion. You, you, can't, you can't just sort of say, uh, I've asked the question, how do, I, how do I buy it? I'm answering your fucking question, Hendo. Come no, but you've answered the question. Give me a you've answered the question by going, you buy answer. it by just buying it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but hang no, on. No, 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 no. To a shop, I'm, I'm saying that. No, listen, Hendo, there's two different things, right? This beer is just promotion. This is a beer we're brewing like a tap room release. You go to our tap room and you buy it. Anyone can buy it, right? Cool. It's not linked. You don't need the token to buy it, that kind of thing. But the Hotman thing is not linked to a beer. Mm-hmm. So we will release these tokens and anyone can buy them. And it's not specifically linked to a beer yet, but it links you to access to the team. 
Okay. So, so if you've got an OpenSea a... account and you've got a, a wallet. Ah, okay. Can... So I need an OpenSea account. Yes. Sorry to take a step back there, but I'm, but I'm literally starting from step zero. Yeah. So right. I need to open an OpenSea account? No, no, no. You just need to have a MetaMask wallet or a, a wallet that can connect to OpenSea. OpenSea is a marketplace. Like, it's like going to eBay. Yeah. yeah. And so logging on to eBay and finding something you want to buy. And uh -huh. instead of just then paying eBay with your credit card or your PayPal account, yeah. in OpenSea, you find something you want to buy and you connect your MetaMask account to it. And normally you've gone to independent reserve and you've pushed your ANZ dirty fiat Aussie dollars into independent reserve. You've changed in independent reserve. You've bought Ethereum. You've sent the Ethereum out of the independent reserve exchange into your MetaMask account. And then you've got your Ethereum in MetaMask. And from there, when you connect your MetaMask account to OpenSea, you can buy things, uh, NFTs on OpenSea with your Ethereum, and then that NFT goes into your MetaMask account, and it sits in your in your NFTs. It sits on the blockchain, and it's scan, and you can see it on EtherScan, so okay. you can see them all. Hang there. on, hang on, hang on. So, can I, can so I need a MetaMask. Can account? I interrupt you here just for one second, right? Because everything you just said was amazing, but can I say how this actually generally happens in practice, right? Like if you. I've got a bunch of Ethereum because I've had it for a while and I bought it a long time ago and it's sitting there in my wallet, right? So if I want to buy an NFT of any kind, I just go to OpenSea and buy it. And the Ethereum buys it and it goes into my wallet. What's a MetaMask? That's the wallet. It sits up in your browser. It's easy. You just Google download MetaMask and then you'll have a MetaMask account. Yeah. And you got and 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 meta and so the thing about these accounts is is that it's all around the um, uh, you know the seed phrase. You get twelve words or twenty four words. You're scaring the fuck out of him, David. I'm really worried. No, I just <laughs> the thing is, I can't. We cannot in this conversation claim the the fucking Hendo is an old man thing because <laughs> DJ and I are the same age. <laughs> All right, that's the oh, fucking mate, go right don't now. Worry, you, you're talking about you're talking about NFTs. That's the new thing, mate. We are behind. I just got my head around NFTs and started doing some NFT uh, Twitter spaces about only two months ago because I was behind. Like all the guys got in, all my mates were on NFTs for uh, five six months ago. I was like, oh fuck, mate, I'm you not, were, you're I the don't former know about NFTs, and then but, I mate, realized, the former, fuck, I've been know about NFTs. You're the I former director of Blockchain Australia. How the yeah, fuck do you not know like, about this? Too many, like, for, I was trying to get my head around these layer two platforms like Polygon and Solana and, you know, Matic and all these. I'm trying to get my head around those. It's The space changes before you even get out of bed. It's changed. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I think we should get him to buy a monkey. I put what this, I, I'm monkey totally monkey? down to buying a fucking monkey, but the, uh, <laughs> I put this to you right now, right? After this fucking conversation, there's going to be some of our listeners pretty much in the same boat as me going, what the fuck did those guys just talk about for the last five minutes, right? And I get it, fiat currency is just fucking created out of thin air and that sort of thing. The shit that you guys have just spoken about the last five minutes is created out of thin air. It's the same shit. Yeah, yeah, well, people reckon there's value attached to it. 
Yeah, I know exactly, and that's and it's it's exactly the same thing. You know, I'm not um, disparaging they, it or anything like that, but fuck, wow! And, <laughs> they love it, and they love it because it's digital, it's electric, it's you know, it's disruptive, it's, and yeah. I agree, I agree. It's 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 fascinating to to sort of um, uh, to hear how uh, like you've come up to speed on a DJ very very quickly. I know Dan's owned a lot of crypto for the last couple of years. I've had a very conscious understanding of what crypto is over the last few years. Never fucking bought into it. Probably would have retired if I had bought it when I said <laughs> I probably should have bought it. But um, um, where, where does it end, though? It's a deep question. Where does it fucking go from here? I mean, okay, let, let's put it this way. What do you think's... Um, Let's keep it related to the beer scene, right? This is the thing that I find fascinating. NFT beers. You can't, sure, you can make up a random, you know, NFT goes with a beer. Uh, and right now it's associated with, uh, you know, Hopman or uh, or JPEG associated with a beer or something like that. Um, where, where do you think it goes with beer? Well, you know, I mean, I, th- I think it goes into a few different avenues. It goes down that whole metaverse you know, create your brewery in a metaverse, get your community in the metaverse. Now, we're not talking about the 50-year-olds that, you know, are out on the piss on a Friday night and then look after the kids all weekend. You know, we're talking about uh, the younger crew that get in the metaverse. So I think it's, I think it's, I think it'll go, I think it'll go down that branding route. I think it'll go down the, I think it'll go down the, um, the creative route as well, the art, artistic route. And that's really awesome for these labels, you know, for the artists, as Dan's talked about, his, his, his little artists are doing all this amazing work. So that's great. So, um, and, you know, if you want to track provenance on some fancy shit hot beers, like the example I gave you about the Vietnamese guys that are burning their, burning the, burning the recipe. No one will know how this is created. There's 200 cans made. Get an NFT, the recipe's burned. If you own NFT, you got access to it, blah, blah, blah. So, but, you know, that's just, this is, uh, I don't know. I think it'll go in a direction we don't even know about yet. There's so many smart people involved in this space, and though it's absolutely mind-boggling. Have you have you noticed that? That's that's a good thing to talk about, I think. Like, that's what I've noticed is, is people, some of the smartest people I know are no longer active in the real world. They're just fucking working yeah. on this shit. No, no, it's incredible. So I started my recruitment businesses in 1999 and I got, and I, and I fell into the internet space in 99, right? And I used to go to meetups in 99 and it was the same. It was like, you know, there'd be hundred people there, but you'd be like, fuck that guy's this, you know, that guy's the suited guy. Then you go, oh, fuck this guy wears shorts. And then you go, that guy's got a plumbing business. And it was a massive diverse group of people back then. And I'm just seeing that same thing, you know, over the last three or four years of being in this crypto space. Because it, although it's moving quickly, it's, it, you know, it hasn't got to that. We haven't got to, we're still at, we're still in, in terms of the internet, we're still probably like, you know, 1999, 2000. You know, it hasn't, CBA is going to have crypto in their fucking banking wallet, you beauty, because then my mum and dad will realise, oh, right, it's not bullshit, this Bitcoin stuff you keep telling me about, right? Oh, great, it's in the CBA. So I think it'll go mainstream pretty quickly, you know, when when that's the 13th biggest bank in the world, hello, and and, and I know NAB's following their heels, they'll come out with something soon as well. 
um, ANZ invest. I mean, Westpac invested in Coinbase years ago and just made billions of dollars in it. So, but um, yeah, it'll it'll it, yeah. You're right, Dan. The, 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 it's the smartest minds ever. I mean, I've got some of these WhatsApp groups, and it's they're mind-boggling. But they are a lot younger as well. It's it's like I'm definitely the older. I am the eldest out of all of yeah. these. <laughs> Mm. My meetups that I run, the Crypto Sydney meetups, I'm the eldest there. Um, so, is there any? Is there any? Have you seen any brewers active in that kind of thing? Is there any other breweries you've seen interested in it, or people who are kind of like craft beer want to do something? No, not no, no not at all. No, and I pinged my guys in my group when Hendo said to me, "Hey, can you come and chat about NFTs and beer?" And I was like, "Oh man, I don't, you know, I don't know about that." Um, yeah. And I pinged my guys and they just, the guys just came back with, oh, check out Budweiser, yeah. um, check out this Canadian brewery and check out this Vietnam brewery. And that, mate, that's three. And then you guys, right? I don't think there's, there's not many others. Four, there's four or five breweries around the world doing it. Um, mm. And uh, so, yeah. It'll, well, send them through my, I put my idea in the, in the chat here. Send them through that and tell, me, tell them if they think it's shit. Because it'll be interesting. Join the Black Hops beta team. Yeah. Send them that. And then oh, yeah, good. Ask them if they Project One good. Monkey. Hang on, here we go. Project One Monkey Business Chop Banana Stout. Cool label, by the way. That's me, little monkey there, mate. Yeah, did you do that on? Is that your label? Well, the, monkey is, the monkey is the NFT. And my mate Dave, who's, who's another guy who's all over this shit, he's one of the designers who's keen to do something in this space um, and is actively doing something in this space. Um, did the label because he's part of the project and he wants to kind of make it mm. work. Mm. What does the thing on the side, OCM hash 105, uh, 107.3? That's my monkey, the on-chain monkey 5073. Oh, that's the NFT that, yeah, identifier? That's What's that? That's, yeah, that's, that's the identifier? Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. And there's Hotman NFT beta team token holders. Lots of different hot man there. Yeah. Um, there's the hot man with the pink cap. There's the hot man with the pirate pirate hat, like uh, Johnny Depp. They and then there's good. the hot there's so, the hot man with the um, with the two beers and the, the drinking thing. Yeah. Uh, you need the uh, Hendo hot man with the bucket hat. Uh, send me, send me an image. I can make it happen, mate. I'll and, join that. Uh, so I'll join the server and then I get one. Will I? Uh, you won't get a hot man. You'll get you'll get the monkey business one, but the hot man one will will sell. Yeah. So where where are we going to find out about the hot man one? Yeah, in the in the server. Join the Discord server. Yeah, good. They look good. I like those. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay. What's the Discord? It's another. <laughs> mate, I've only learned about Discord in the last four months as well. But it's like a, um, it's just a, like another chat channel, really, isn't it? But it's pretty awesome. It's where a lot of these DAOs run. You know what a DAO is in there? Yeah, let's talk about DAOs. Yeah. <laughs> Rightio. Like me. There's an awesome one. It's called Olympus DAO. But, um, yeah, they're decentralized. Can you spell the that? Olympus DAO. DAO is like, you know, Olympus. No, just DAO. DAO. D-A-O. I'm getting a beer. You guys talk, chat amongst yourselves. Okay. Rightio. It's for decentralized autonomous oh, organization. All right. A decentralized autonomous organization. Basically, right. it's a it's a group of people that come together and form this this what they call a DAO, and that uh, and it's run by voting. Right, you vote on everything. Okay, 
And uh, this, this, this one of the ones that I've been looking at is called Home Olympus Dow, and it's got an amazing Discord server. It's got amazing Dow, and they're just pumping out all these products which are in the DeFi space. Um, so the Australian government just announced that they're going to do a lot of regulation around crypto. And one of the regulations they're bringing in, Hendo, is DAOs. They will license DAOs. So at the moment, when people are trying to create DAOs in Australia, we have to go offshore. We have to set up a Singapore company. We have to set up a, a Panamanian company. have to get foreign directors um, to, because Australia doesn't recognise them at the moment. And right. they, you know, they could be legal if you do it in Australia. There's... You know, it can be seen as issuing a issuing a um, and and the DAOs issue tokens normally to run, um, but yeah. Wait, so hang on. Did you talk so about instead the, of so so sorry, you yeah. you can run a company? So what you're saying is you're trying yeah. to you're lobbying the Australian com, uh, government to set up instead of companies, you can have these DAOs, yep. and the DAOs are set up so that every decision is made is logged in the blockchain so that there's some audit trail sort of thing happening yeah so yeah. that there's some regulatory compliance that would happen around that am i right or am yeah. i just completely and for example olympus dow when they started they issued tokens right through a mechanism which i'm not sure how they did their token issue and they're continually issuing tokens and if you hold the tokens you get to vote so if you've got the most tokens, right? You know, you get a high, you get a powerful say in the vote, right? All right. So we, so similar like shares a, in a business, exactly similar to a company, right? But not so. But not um, in the Dow. It's it's um, you know it's 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 decentralized. There's no one person. Right. It's not like in these DAOs, they don't issue 90% of the tokens to the founders and then I fucking can vote whatever I want. It doesn't work, right? You're these right. guys are all about decentralization and, you know, they're fucking at the forefront of it. And they so they issue the majority, majority out or, or the mechanisms that the protocol works on, you know, issues the majority out and they keep maybe 10 or 15% for founders. And it's and it can be just a I mean there's issues associated with it, but it can be just a whole lot more efficient. You can imagine if there's some sort of certain decision that needs to be made, and there's some rules around that decision. It can kind of all be automated. Like you can have people who own the tokens making those decisions instantaneously, and it can happen within a few seconds. Whereas with a traditional company, if you make a big decision, you need to get the board to sign a resolution, and you need to get them to meet, and it might take you three weeks, and you might. In some instances, that might be a better approach, but with some things, it might be better to just kind of leave all of that out of it and just have the whole thing basically automated. I can see Lucas Cullen in this in this uh, Discord server. Oh yeah, he's in there. I mean, the, the thing with Discord is that I've I've um, worked out is a lot of people join them. Lucas is a, a friend, a Facebook friend of mine. Um, a lot of people join them, but you're in 50,000 of them. Yeah. So, you know, you just, you can't possibly keep up. Nah. Um, Dis Discord Hendo is, I, I heard it, well, actually, you know Slack, right? Because we use Slack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, my kids describe Slack to me as Discord for boomers. <laughs> so that would make I'm Discord joining up to Slack Discord for because Gen fucking... Alphas or whatever the current generation is. 
Because why the fuck not? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, join up, Hendo. I'm joining up. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing, but anyway. Um, Did you guys, with, did you see the Constitution Dow stuff? I did. I I did. I knew a bunch of guys that were were part of it. So that's pretty interesting. So Hendo, um, a a bunch, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I know enough to know that there was like a, a certain amount of copies of the US Constitution and one of them came up as an NFT for sale. And so that someone fired up a DAO and said to people, chuck a couple of hundred bucks in and we'll see how much money we can get together to try and bid on this auction for to buy the constitution. Um, and right. I think they, I don't know what the bid, it was something like $40 million or something, the, the bid. And they tried to buy it. And in the end, some smart investor just ended up buying it because he could kind of, because it was all public, he could kind of see what they were going to bid and he just outbid them. Yeah, so he, saw, he saw the bit. It was a bit of a mess up, but they were close to close to getting it. Yeah. And so then this Dow's ends up with 40 million sitting in its in its coffers. And what did they decide to do with it? I'm not sure. I don't but know. You know, I... you know, there's other Dow's out there now that are bidding to buy um, uh, NFL footy teams, basketball teams. There's one that wants to buy a golf course. Um what else did I hear? Yeah, it was, so it's interesting. It's sort of like just going, okay, well, I want to buy this golf course for, you know, 700 million. I can't get 700 million. I don't want to go in with traditional banking. Why don't we just band together and get the name out there and tell everyone we're going to form this down. What we want to do with it is this, 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 and this. And yeah, they're all, Oh, the other one was they want to. There's a Dow they raised, you know, a couple of hundred million. They're going to buy a third league, um, third third division um, football team in the UK, and they're going to use the two hundred million right to get that team up to first division. <laughs> wow! Um, so while you guys have been blabbering on about all the shit, I joined Discord. Nice. And then I joined the Hopman NFT by Black Hops Discord, whatever the fuck that is. And yep. so I just left my mer- first message, which is, hey, cunts, I'm on Discord. Oh, God. <laughs> cancelled. Because if you, because that's what the internet was like when I first joined. You just did swear words. Yeah. That's true. But- oh, yes, I see you. Sir Hendo. <laughs> Wait, where, where are you? I can't even see you. I'm on your you. fucking I'm Discord. Fucking Discord. I don't even know what Discord is and you can't even see it. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. Awesome. Now, delete. (laughs) Oh, you can just... Can you do that? That's the beauty of being... um, That's called decentralized. (laughs) That's not fair. Yeah, but we don't want that kind of language, mate. It's an inclusive environment. (laughs) DJ, are you me six M double E six? Is that? Oh no, it's a bot. That's a bot. That's a yeah. bot. The back, the bot actually said, "Good game, Dan Norris. You just advanced to level four. You got rewarded 100%. for deleting my fucking my first post on Discord." I'm in a way out of my depth here. Eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, there we go. Who's that? Three, three, and two. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's David. <laughs> This is just some. The beauty about this, you know, is you can you can name your change your name and be whoever you want. I'm Audrey Hepburn. Like Reddit, that's scary, isn't it? That's just weird. 
Do you know what I think is happening like a, a some certain chunk of this? Like one chunk of it is like a totally different way to reorganize organizations and work, which I'm all for. I think that's cool. But one part of it I think is that there's a bunch of nerds and, you know, I'm loosely in that bracket who, who've kind of bought a whole bunch of crypto. It's gone up a shitload in value and they've got it sitting there. They don't want to take it out because then they'll have to pay tax on it and, it, and that turns into money they don't especially need anyway and it's way more than they put in. So they're kind of looking for things to do with it. And, you know, it's like I, I know this is true because I did this with that goddamn monkey. Like if I was spending 500 bucks on something in real life, I would really think long and hard about it. But yeah. it like my mate Jared messaged me the other day. And he's like, you should buy a cupcake. I'm like, what the fuck is a cupcake? He's like, it's a fucking cupcake with a fucking cat in it. Oh. You should buy one. And they're like 800 bucks each. And what did I do? I bought two of the fucking things. Oh. Wait, did you buy this? Did you buy this with real money or Ethereum fake money? Ethereum. Okay, so so when you say okay, so when you say you spent eight hundred dollars on it, mm. you just spent a certain number of Ethereum on it. I spent about half an ETH, I think, at the time from memory. Yeah, but because you're sitting on a shitload from years ago, it wasn't which that long current, though, to be honest. I sold it all. Yeah, yeah, which currently would be would be worth a lot, worth a lot of a lot of yeah. fiat currency. Yeah, yeah. Like in, in fiat currency, you spent a lot, but in Ethereum, you spent fuck all. Exactly. I get this. I think this is amazing, to be but, fair. But, but oh, that, because, whole, that like, whole thing will not work unless it keeps going up and up and up and up, which things don't. Yeah, but the thing is, while fiat currency keeps going down and down and down, mm. I think that's totally reasonable. Yeah. I, I genuinely believe that. It's like, I don't know a lot about um, cryptocurrency. I don't, I don't know a lot about NFTs. This is why uh, we're having this conversation now and that sort of thing. But I do know that the value of what we spend day to day continues to go down and has done for decades and decades. So again, eventually it's going to get to a point where people just don't believe it anymore and yeah. the trust go goes from fiat currency and then fucking where does the trust go? To my monkey, hopefully. Fuck oh, you fucking <laughs> wish. Or Black Ops fucking monkeys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, need to get you, we need to get you into the system, Hendo. Well, uh, I've got a Discord. I've got a fucking Discord now. So if you start. want to Discord me, Discord me at Sohenlo. Apparently you, that doesn't mean anything because you, shit can get deleted by some random internet person. <laughs> no, your, your, your bullshit message got deleted, but MetaMask... Am I in Discord message. now? So so can I say to people, hey, Discord me? Yes. Yes. Yep. You remember your uh, your profile name? It's Sir Hendo. Like I fucking Sir, put oh, everything. That's, not, that's, that's, that's easy to remember. Click oh, bottom, left, way you go. bottom left hand though, click on your well on your username. It'll say copy username. Send that yep. to all your millennial mates. Tell them to connect with you on Discord. Forget LinkedIn. This is the way. I just sent it on the fucking on the put Zoom in, chat. Put in so at least you guys know. Brilliant. Sir Hendo hash six three three four. Put it in the boss and the brewer Facebook group. Do we need yeah, a boss man. in the group oh, Discord? That'll, that'll get your Facebook group uh, thinking you're way ahead of the curve, Hendo. Yeah. What about Jeez, a boss yeah. in the brewer Discord? Let's get a boss in the brewer Discord. What happens when we do that? Nothing. Everything. Oh, and only good things. Well, too many things to worry about then, Hendo, you know? I know, but it sounds like fun. No, it genuinely sounds like fun. 
Except if fucking Dan deletes my shit for saying. Well, if it's our own Discord and you're the you're the guy, then you know I won't delete it for you. No, no. Once... I don't know, man. Are we allowed to have different rules in different Discords? I've just fucking had my mind blown this evening. This chat, hey. I've learned so much stuff about internet things that I didn't know existed. I wow. feel like we. I feel like every episode we learn, we talk about alcohol-free beer as well. It's been a consistent thing. We start a podcast about beer, which has alcohol in it. And yeah. then every single episode, we talk about alcohol-free beer. So <laughs> we've covered both on this one. Well done. It's been good. And we haven't, sp- we haven't spoken about Renault's once. And I think oh, that's a good true. thing. This I week. don't know if David wants to hear about your... No, you don't want to hear. No. It's amazing. This is, this is so... It's cool. I, I, I kind of... Get where it's going. I need to do a little bit more understanding. You know who I'm going to talk to? Like tomorrow I'm going up to uh, my brother's place out at Stanthorpe. And, I like um, to call it Danthorpe. Danthorpe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. And um, so uh, my my nephew, who is, he's like 22, he's 22, turned 22 yesterday. And... Um, I'm going to tell him I've got a Discord. He's going to go, fuck yeah. And actually, no, he's going to go, oh, no, uh, or something like that. And just to get a little bit more understanding of what the hell's going on. And he's a bit of a crypto crypto investor as well. I bet you he's got some NFTs. Get him on the beta team. then before you go. Hey? Have a look at OpenSea. Yeah. I put it in the chat window. Click on the chat. OpenSea.io. Yeah, right here. On-chain. On chain monkey. That's the monkey, oh, yeah. but just go to the homepage and browse through these. Do I have to buy and... some? Do I have yeah. to buy some Hell fucking yeah. buy some shit, mate? Ethereum or something? Do I have to buy some Ethereum first? No, no, you can just look at anything on there. Okay, there's lots of different monkeys. Yeah. None of them have a bucket hat. Uh, you get your head across that before you see your nephew, mate. Yeah, and send me a photo of your bucket hat. Okay. It's actually a brew cult bucket hat, actually. Okay. That'd be cool. Uh, we could add that in. Why not? Uh, okay. I, can I look at this later just to get a fucking understanding of what the hell's going on? Because my oh. mind is processing a lot of shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty, I'm mind blown, you know? It's, uh, yeah, it's fascinating. There's a lot going on. All right, well, David, thanks thanks for coming on. That was great. Um, no problem, Dan. Let me know if, if, if you get that beer into a can, send it our way and we'll do a little sneaky taster on nice. the show. Yeah, I will, for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm best of luck you, with the you launch. On the You're on the Gold Coast, Dan? I am, yes. I'll, um, I was there today. I go down there for Yum Cha. I need to find a Yum Where do you go for Yum Cha? I go to um, Jasmine Room. I was there last weekend. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm back there Monday, actually, before golf. But um, you got a good life. Hang on. Hang on. He plays golf, golf too. Dan plays uh, golf too. I play golf badly. Wait, can I ask you a so question does Dan. about golf? No, can I ask you a question about golf? It's a simple yeah. question, right? Yeah. How many holes in one have you hit? <laughs> None. I've got nearest to the pin, though. No, no but, com- but what was the answer? In the competition with the boys. What was, what was the answer again to the question? None. How many of you hit, Dan? 
One. One. Fuck off. Yeah. No. Where at? Um, in uh, Gales in Brisbane. It was quite. It was a long time ago. I'm. I'm. I. Hendo is right. I fucking suck at golf. But um, I I got into it for about six months, about ten years ago, and I got lessons and I went for two lessons. It didn't help one bit, but. I went, I went one day with my mate. It was, I think it's 118 meter par three pitching wedge. And I smoked yeah. it and it just, fucking, it bounced. It went in the, in the hole. Me and my mate just lost it. And, Sensational. and I went to my, to my third lesson <laughs> the next day. And one of the guys who was getting lessons with me was like, no joke, like 80 years old. And I was like, oh, you know, how many have you had? And he's like, man, I've never, I've never got one. I was like, man, you know. <laughs> you're like yeah yeah but then but we've got we've got a golf thing we're doing with a golf pro and I asked him how many he'd had and he'd had he'd like five or six he's doing really weekend, yeah. So yeah yeah but i like uh, to, I, think, I like to ask people that question because you know yeah, most you people guys done uh it. you guys should catch up for a beer i think yeah, I will. That's I what think I was going to say. I'll, 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 um, I'll drop into the brewery and say hello at some stage. Yeah, keen for that. Not keen for golf because I, I hate it and it sucks, but I'm keen for a beer. Yeah, good. Preferably with alcohol in it, but if it's AF, then I'm, I'm down with that too. <laughs> no, I, last time I was at your brewery, I did drink a few of those beers. They were very nice. Oh, good. Good to hear. I like that. I had the web the website up here for you. It looks looks very cool. I'm super interested in this space, and obviously, it's a um with the the uh what's the what's the one that just raised all the fucking money? I should know because I'm uh, heaps, oh, heaps normal. Heaps normal, yeah. With with that stuff going on, like obviously, it's a big thing. Actually, funny you should mention Jasmine Room because the other week on this podcast, we were saying I was saying like I don't think I've really ever been in a setting where one of my mates is drinking an alcohol-free beer. And I went there uh, last weekend or the weekend before for a mate's birthday. And one of the other guys there who was a beer rep, works for um, Stone and Wood, was drinking a um, Weinstefan, well, whatever their alcohol-free beer is. And it was, yeah, it was BYO. So you you bring whatever you wanted and he was just drinking the alcohol-free one. Yeah, they're they're a good beer. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's definitely a, it's definitely happening. It certainly is. Yeah, I mean the heaps normal. They did they eight and a half million on a fifty eight mil valuation. That's mental. one year in. That's insane. <laughs> and not much. How much production are they doing? I I don't no, know. No one knows. Like the brewery they're buying is not a massive brewery. I assume they they're not currently making it themselves. So they're they're building a brewery to to brew some of it. Yeah, they brew it out of Brick Lane, I think. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure, but um, oh, they're they're you know they're everywhere in Australia. They have got good distribution. They've done well there. But yeah, that's a, that's the thing though. Like they, I would love to know the volume because I'm not convinced that distribution is a is a good metric. No, they talk about two thousand venues. No, yeah. you're dead right. No, they've got a case in a thousand of them that right. sells one or two a week. You know, yeah. and he's in all of Hemi's pubs. That's what, how many fucking venues is that, right? So, um, yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's exactly what we've been saying. We've been saying we just need to, you know, if we nail the taste, then the distribution should come. But like, you know, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a, that's not my area of specialty, right? So 
It's just but, branding um, though, isn't it? Like you saw that you saw the um that un, the the better beer thing with better beer, uh, yeah. I mean, they're talking about doing three million liters next year of a beer that didn't exist a month and a half ago. What was that one? Better beer. It's the beer that beer was um inspired on from uh, Mighty Craft or or uh, Founders First have done a mid strength beer, mid strength lager. It's a zero uh, carb beer. Yeah, it's a um, low low car uh, no carb beer a la. Great Northern, a la uh, Stonewood, Big Green Coast, uh, mid-strength Big Head. And it's brewed out at Coca-Cola out at uh, Griffith in New South Wales, the end of, the end of brewery. And they reckon they're going to do shit tons of volume in that. Three million litres. Yeah. So that means if someone's ordering a lot of it. Well, it's done with the inspired unemployed who have a gigantic, rabid fucking following of people. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my creative guy was telling me about that. Yeah, so it's, it's not like going to happen. Before, it's a, the branding is such a big part of it. Like, it's, yeah, it's really these kind of brands that take off for whatever reason, you know. It, yeah. It might not matter what it tastes like. I don't know what it tastes like. But no, you know what? Well, I don't really know what Great Northern or Heineken tastes like either. And for me, it probably doesn't taste too good. Yeah. Wow. All right, guys. All right, legends. Great chat tonight. Thank you heaps, man. Thanks for joining yeah. us, DJ. No worries. And, um, Thanks for having me. Find yourself in Brisbane. Do give us a shout. We'll go grab a beer. Right on, mate. Yep. You will Sounds see good. me soon, Hendo. And Dan, you'll see me soon as well. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Cheers, mate. Appreciate it. See you later. Cheers. Bye. Fucking hell. Wow. You're good, Hendo? <laughs> you got your shit yeah. together? <laughs> no, I'm still fucked. I can't find my glasses. I actually <laughs> have the thought in my head right now um, that I think my real estate, I've, like my my place that I'm at renting, it's it's on. They're they're doing like home opens and shit to rent it out to other people, which is fine. Uh, and I think they got stolen. Maybe Wait, not. What? Oh no, glasses. Who would steal glasses? No I don't know. Glasses. They were in my blue case. I brought them upstairs, and I had so I had a case of beer. So I had three, four packs from. Easy times. I have three, four packs of Hollandia and then in a tray. And then I had a bottle of Jack Daniels for my nephew for Christmas. And then I had my glasses. I brought them upstairs and I put the beers away I, in the I fridge. Think, I think you might have drunk all of those things and that's why you can't find your glasses. Ah, just, I know I went down. So so you know, I live in a the block of flats I live in. So there's only six apartments, right? And there's a guy here who's really big community guy. Probably should have a Discord. And um, um, and so he had a Christmas. We had a Christmas party tonight, and that sort of thing. A bit of a barbecue at the back, uh, and yeah, I'm pretty sure I can't find my glasses. They're probably downstairs. I can't find them. I don't know. It's I'm fine. pretty fucked. I'm fucked without them, though. You'll be fine. Just in the morning, yeah. everything will be fine. Everything's yeah, flexible, Hendo. I know. I know. All right. The well, more we do, the more we do this, the more you learn about me, and I find that fascinating. <laughs> right well I, we did have some news topics but to be honest it's going to be a long night if we go through those but we should at least check on the let's do let's do it let's do because, a couple because we said that we yeah. would yeah we, we've got some fan questions so let's let's go through those did you see paul's memorabilia section of his office 
Paul Metcalf in the group? No. He's got the so he's he's got a section of his office, right? And it's got all of this memorabilia, like it's got like Don Bradman's bat and fucking I don't know. I actually just making up what was in there. It's a lot of is this in the Facebook group? Yeah. He's got a little video in there. And um oh shit, I saw the still of this. Yeah, it's a little video. It shows his whole memorabilia collection. We've got all these memorabilia stuff. And then right at the end of it is your little half lexicon signed color palette thing. What? Yeah, he's loving it. I'm looking at two tattooed guys with weird haircuts singing. I haven't got this. Huh? The Island Boys? What what are you looking at? There's two dudes. The Island Boys. Yeah, that's the Island Boys. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Who are who are they? Oh, dude, let's not get started on my boys, the island boys. The Pilsnerish. Oh, what the fuck is that? Brilliant. They've done a beer island boys. Oh my god. Hang on. Let me just let me just uh let me I I I've got the video. Let me listen to it quickly. I'm gonna listen to this right now. Pilsner boys. I'm gonna keep it on a Pilsner boy. Hell yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Fucking Pilsner fuck Boys, that? that is awesome. Oh, my God, that's awesome. What the fuck was that? Oh, fuck, that's cool. I'm so happy about Who that. Who are they? Um, So... These boys, the these the fly, I think they're called Fly Soldier, but they're called they're the Island Boys, right? Because they had this song on their Instagram. They're in a pool and they're going, "I'm a just island boy. I'm a just I can do the whole thing. Yeah, I'm full gazing, I'm staring at the sun. They're saying all the shit, right? Right. And then the one I like is a YouTube video, which has got them doing all this weird shit, but it's got like Rick Astley and shit in it. It's got some nice beats. That's my favorite one. But this the whole thing just started going viral. And then that one's a, that's a cameo video. So they're doing these cameo videos. You know cameo, yeah. You yeah, probably should yeah. be on cameo. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. No, I shouldn't. Well, you should. You probably make bank. You make you make ETH. <laughs> um, anyway, Only so fans will get the fuck out. They're doing, they're doing cameo <laughs> videos for like Dana White and like all these famous people because people are like, I want an Island Boy song about this. And so someone's obviously wants an Island Boy song about Pilsner. And they've just done that, which is fucking brilliant. And I love it. Wow. Those guys are just going to go and then whoops. And they don't give a fuck. Except how many tattoos do those guys got? They've got every tattoo and they've got the grills. Have a look at their Instagram. It's fucking brilliant. You'll love it. They've got the grills, the diamond grills. They've got these, this chip haircut thing going on. I've seen the haircut. It's pretty phenomenal. That's awesome. Anyway, we got a little bit off track there. Uh, Fuck. No, no, scroll down a bit. Scroll down to Paul Metcalf. It's been the fucking weirdest fucking episode ever, eh? Seriously. Can you can you see the Paul Metcalf one down? Scroll down. Uh, Darcy Patrick, Paul Metcalf. Here we go. Do I need to listen to this? No, I just no, I just watch it. I didn't listen to it. There's a there's a Shearer Newcastle fucking jersey here. Yep, all signed. The Socceroos there, all signed. Yep. You got. Oh, he's some a football fan. Bat. I assume that's. Hang on a second. That's the that's the. Oh, hang on. I've got to rewind that. Which year Socceroos is that? It's not. Important. That's when we got Soccer. into the World Cup. No, fuck off. <laughs> Bring it back. Nineteen thirty-eight. 
That cricket bat? That's John Bradman. Is it? I don't know. I mean... Okay, so... Holy fucking shit. I can't believe you would have missed that if I didn't bring that up. How did you miss that? (laughs) I did. I've been at a fucking neighbor's house at the unit Christmas party. (laughs) So I met Paul last week. (laughs) You're losing. Yeah. So I met Paul last week at uh, the Cannon Hill Tap Room. (laughs) And he said he's one of the 12? And he said he's one of the 12. And he comes up to me. No, it was a really weird thing, right? He comes up to me. And I'm at, hanging out with the, the TAFE students. We had a TAFE, the, the Froth Rockies uh, Christmas party and that sort of thing. And Paul just comes up. And I'm just having beers with the Froth Rockies and stuff like that, right? And he walks past and he taps them on the shoulder and he goes, come and see me outside. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> And I had no idea. I've never met him. You meet people on the internet space and you go, fuck, I know who they are. When you meet them in real life, you've got no fucking idea whatsoever. Anyway, I'm at the bar later. He comes up and then he explains himself about how he actually travelled across town to come to the Cannon Hill Tap Room. Remember we were talking about it last week, right? Because of the podcast. Yes. That's amazing. He's a fucking legend. Yeah, the guy's fucking dedicated. I know him. He's a fucking legend. That's why he got the fucking autographed lexicon half swatch. That's amazing. And um, and so he comes up to me and he sort of explained himself. I went, oh fuck, right. And I said, nice to meet you, that sort of thing. And because I because um, Maddie from Cannon Hill Taproom got a fucking a, a deck of fucking lexicon half swatches that thick, and he hands them to me. He goes, there you fucking go. And I thought, oh fuck it, I'll just hand out. So I started handing out a few personally signed lexicon half swatches as i've done with all of them same as um adzi adam shell and that sort of thing right is hey whatever your name is one of the 12 cheers hendo now everyone can i I interrupt you for one second yeah you realize this is an nft project right now right fucking oath it is these fucking lexicon half signed pieces swatches yeah swatches are worth some coin as an nft sure okay let's do that we're I'm new rich. to this game. Fuck okay. it. Keep going. Um, because it, because it's very NFT because everyone I fucking sign says the same fucking thing on it. No, they're unique. All of those, they're unique pieces. Right. I want one. <laughs> How do I get one? So, How do our listeners get one? So, um, um, well, firstly, you have to see me because I pretty much have the uh, entire of uh, Southeast Queensland supply of lexicon half swatches because I'm pretty sure a few bunning stores have been fucking robbed of them. Whoops. And uh, a pa- well, Manic City got them from a fucking Dulux fucking rep. Okay. Who knows? Anyway, um, Paul, it was great to meet you uh, <laughs> last week. It was hilarious. And I, I, I didn't know the Atlas memorabilia and to see that... <laughs> <laughs> blew my mind. That was so. Cool. Thank you. You gave me an awesome laugh, and I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. That wasn't one of the questions, uh, but <laughs> it's uh, funny as fuck, though. Okay, I haven't looked at these, by the way. So, as usual, if I read them out and it's fucking gross, it's not my fault. All right. Adam Shell. Who knows which one? 
There seems to be much angst to get the Grzycki going. If it happens, can I please petition as one of the 12 for a beer style that's related somewhat to me in the following year? I'd love to see an Adam beer done at AWOL. Woo! It's more complex than a groddy, but I think relevant enough to me, an Adam beer. Are you familiar well, with this? I'm, I'm familiar with Adam beer. Um, and I would say that... Uh, you know, Grodzitski is a style of beer. First, let's answer the first part of that. We need to get our shit together with that Grodzitski. Firstly, yeah, no, uh, we need to put a time frame on it. And the time frame is we're entering this into the Royal Queensland Beer Awards. That's true. So first things first, you need to talk to Ian and yeah. get it entered. That means okay. we've got to make it. Even if it's shit, it means we've got to make it. Okay. All right. That's on you. That is on me. You're right. I'll, right. I'll, I'll fucking add it into my task list right now. Okay. If, right. if it goes into my list, it happens. That's my put it put it onto fucking Slack or whatever the fucking you know bloody um, NFT or whatever you fucking do. I'll get Ian, Ian and Gubs at the right sort of time, and we'll we'll figure it out. Everyone will get excited. Maybe the right time is now. Know, but let's they will. Let's figure it out. Yeah. All right. It's it's there. It'll happen. If it's on my list, it'll happen. Yep. And then. Uh, and get it entered, and then there's a time frame on it. So then we have to brew it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you need some dry hopping, I'm actually it's a dry hop beer, mate. I've got. I'm gonna put this on. It's dry hopped. Yeah. Oh shit! The fucking the red flannel is coming out. Yeah, and I've got if this sits here on this desk for every ready, time I do ready the podcast, to dry hop. It's hot as shit in here, but I'm gonna put it on just because it's the last episode of the year. Just so right. we make sure. Like that, the YouTube thumbnail. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's normally just me staring at the thing with a, with a fucking <laughs> handlebar mustache. Uh, that's fucking great. Um, right, so, Adam yes, we, we, the, there's no... So, so to answer your question, Adam, there's no um, issue with the uh, with the timing uh, or the expediency of the Grodzitski except for Dan uh, sorting that shit out. Um, to answer the second question... Part of the question about an Adam beer. I think that that an Adam beer is totally doable if every one of the members, every one of our twelve listeners, changes their name by deed poll to Adam. Deed poll. Deed poll. Well, they're not going to do that. Well, then we can't have an Adam beer. Well, that's harsh. I mean, oh, okay. All right. So actually, let's 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 frame it this way. All right. So the vintage twenty twenty one Boston the Brewer beer is Grodzitski. One hundred percent. Right. What about the vintage twenty twenty two beer being Adam beer? That's a fucking weird beer that not many people drink. What tell or me about Brewers beer. Brew? What, what, what does it mean? Is it Adam beer is a style of beer? No, I got that bit. But is, what are we working with? Is it is it dark? Is it light? Is it I don't know. I have to look it up. Thank right. you, Google. Well, let's see what we're working with because let's not commit a, a year ahead of time to a beer that could be disgusting. Um, beep, beep, beep. Let's see here. It's from Dortmund in Germany, so it means it's going to be strong and probably a lager. 5 to 6% ABV. Add a beer's pack a 10% ABV punch or higher. 
What? Dark and sour. They're often Dark aged in sour. wood for several years. Oh, shit. Think strong with more hops and smoke. Oh, my God. Oh, my. This sounds fucking incredible. Let's fucking do this. So it's 10%. It's barrel aged. It's sour. Sour. And, and aged in a wood hoppy. with hops. Hey, where the fuck are the hops? When is my dry hop? That's all I need. And don't forget, and smoke. And smoke. That sounds incredible. I'm I'm definitely keen on it's this. It's like throw all the feet, you know, you know here this is a job for. Toshi. Toshi Toshi's gonna have to help help me with this one. It sounds this a bit a, more complicated a, than a normal dry hop. This is a fucking Toshi beer. I'm taking this off because I'm hot as shit. Um I love this idea. This is fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay, challenge accepted. Challenge accepted, but let's get the fucking Grodzitz gear out of the let's, way first. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I, I love the Fuck idea. me. Right. Okay, so everyone, you don't have to change your name to Adam. Ooh, Although if one. you do, we still accept you anyway. You'll still be one of the 12. Now, question number two. I, I, skipped, I skipped number two because it's five questions and it's too hard. I might come back to it if I'm not lazy, but... Question number three was from Paul Simpson, who we all know Zip is my, my favourite member of the group. Right. And he also has personalised plates on his car that say Fiends, which is one of our beers. And there's a, now there's a feud between him and Connor, who I see every day. I actually saw him today. I feel bad on right. the phone. Sorry, Connor. Connor is now number two. And, and he's known as number two. And that's not right. a nice nickname because number two also means poo. Yeah. Right. Which, is not, which is not a great nickname. So I like doing number twos. Well, no, I know it's fine, but you, you don't want that as your as that as your thing, do you? No one wants to be number two. Do you want to be number? You can be number two if you want. Sure. Jesus Christ. Okay. No one other than <laughs> fucking Hendo wants to be number two. No one other than Hendo with a skin full of Hollandia wants to be number two. <laughs> anyway, Simbo's question is. Just the one question, this yay or nay, and it's personalised plates. I thought it was say, his number plate. Let's say not second. Um, harsh. That's harsh. pretty harsh. And Connor replied too soon. I feel bad. I feel really bad. Well, well you know what? I, I if, if he wants to do the not number two, uh, number plate and um, swap out with the fiends number plate so I can stick that on the commo. Yeah. Cool. Because I would gladly, I don't know if, uh, you know, I, I love my 2004 white Commodore fucking wagon. It's yeah. a fucking beautiful car and it needs personalised plates. It does. So yeah. if I had fiends on my fucking, on my commo. All right. Good times, and if he right. wants to have not number two in place of his fans, cool. Right. Pick up the yes phone, call me. Let's do a deal. Get jump on the Discord, connect with Hendo, send him a message. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I know how to Discord now. I just made a verb out of it. Um. Wow. Sorry, I was just yeah. Okay, all right. The the personalized plates thing. That's 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 brilliant. Um, I'm still thinking about that fucking Adam beer. I'm I'm so excited about that beer. Really, it sounds incredible. 
I think we fucked the Brzezinski off, but anyway, we'll, 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 we'll do no, that. No, it's fucking 2022 vintage okay. Boston the Brewer. All right. Now, we've got two more questions. One is from Connor, who's number two. So if we want to choose to not answer it, we can. Oh, wait. Sorry. I just had a thought before I was trying to think of it. The thought was we ranked number one and two on the 12, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't we rank the whole 12? Why don't How we? The fuck do... On what criteria? Well, I mean, we need to figure out who the 12 are, the actual 12, the original 12. Nah. No? No. And rank them. Nah. Why? Because, like, the thing is, is is that I think it's just generally become, if you're a listener to the podcast, everyone's part of the 12. But what happened, but see, this could be a good merch idea because we could do the 12, right, and it could be a unique 12. And then when we have multiples of 12, other people could be part of the multiples of 12. Oh, so if we're going to bump it up in multiples of 12, that's a different story. Well, I feel like these people who were part of the 12, once yeah. we become famous crypto legends, right? Right, yeah. These people who were part of the 12 should, should know that they were part of the 12. Yes. Because otherwise these guys are going to be talking to someone in the future when we've got 1,200 or 12,000, yes. and they're like, I'm part of the 12, and they're going to be saying, well, yeah, I'm also part of the 12. Well, they weren't right. part of the 12. Our people are part of the 12. Mm. So how do, we, how do we give our 12 recognition? Yeah. This is why we need energy. It's like um, when you have a, a bikey gang and that sort of thing, you have, they have the thing that says originals, like exactly. the patch on the side there and that sort of thing. Yeah, or an NFT. Mm. We need we need NFTs every every. But at the same of- time, um, I want to make sure that any subsequent um, groups of twelve that we have listened to us yeah. are also equally uh, uh, as recognised because not equally though. you know we're, oh no we're a fucking team yeah, you know not equally though these guys are the OGs mate not everyone has OGs the thing. OGs our original twelve for sure much respect. Um, uh, but uh, you know, any subsequent listener should should get some a bit of a tip of the cap, you know, to say welcome. You're part of the twelve, multiple of twelve, multiple even. of twelve. Yeah, you know, that's true. All right. Well, if anyone's listening and they want to give us some advice on how to recognise both, give it to us. But having said that, the other episode when I said if anyone's listening and you have a business you want to promote, send us some beer. I didn't get shit. Did you get shit? Mm. I got beer from Easy Times. Look at that. To Look at the big easy just IPA. For, just for shameless fucking promotion. Look at that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't get shit. Because after, uh, what do you do? After a crap load of Flandias, you get stuck onto the 7% IPAs. Yeah, but was that promoted? Was that given to you because they listened to the episode and want to promote the, the business? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Joshy. Yeah. So Joshy yeah, is the general manager at Easy Times. He said, I listened to your podcast, listened okay. to the first five minutes. I got sick of it. I turned it off. Brilliant. That's and good. I said, at least you fucking listen to it. Thanks, mate. I'll mention you on the show that you don't fucking listen to. <laughs> okay. All right. One last question, except for the one that's got five questions as part of it. But I don't know if I'm going to get to that. Right. Question is from number two. What are the best Christmas Day beers? Oh, shit. Oh, that's a good question. Okay, I'm going to answer with eggnog stout, and then I'm going to let him go answer. That's a great question. So I'll tell you what I am doing for this year's Christmas beers. 
uh, is I bought a couple of kegs, the, the Frost Rookies TAFE beer kegs uh, from Maddie over at Cannon Hill Tap Room uh, because I can't actually buy them directly because TAFE won't sell them to me directly. And so, so we made a, um, a mid-strength lager. It's very, very similar to Great Northern and um, it's delicious. And um, so I bought a keg of that. So I'm, so my mum is coming to pick me up tomorrow at about just before lunch um, and uh, with her two multi-shih tzus pup, puppies, Stella and Ruby, and then I'm putting a Temprite, a keg and a CO2 bottle in the back of mum's car and wow. we're driving out to Stanthorpe Stanthorpe. And I'm going to set up this Temperite and I'm going to plug it in and turn the fucking thing on and let it cool down for a bit. Then I'm going to hook up this convoy keg and I'm setting up the Temperite next to my brother's spa bath. And then I'm going to spend the next four days drinking piss from the, in the spa bath where I can actually pour, sit in the spa bath, pour a beer, drink the beer. Wow. I mean, like you I should- said... Like I said, have you got a spa bath in your new? Not everyone lives like you do, Hendo. Okay. Have you got a spa bath in your new place? Because you bloody should. Fuck, don't. Why not? I didn't even know that was a thing anymore. I thought it was something from the nineties. Spas are still a thing, man. All right. Not everyone lives like you, Hendo. Do a variation on your fucking house, man. It's not my house. It's my brother's house. My brother's got a spa literally outside his bedroom. Well, can I request? Did you send a photo of this whole experience into the group so the Fuck 12 yeah. can experience Fucking this together? No problem whatsoever. Wait, even better, if you have internet access out at Danthorpe, because I don't think you pronounced <laughs> it probably before, um, can you li- do another one of your famous live streams? Live streams. <laughs> <laughs> See what I can do. What was it? Where's, where, what was your thing? Who's online? Where's the comments? I couldn't what see. I don't have my fucking phone. <laughs> Fuck oh, off. No. You're simply too old, Hendo. I know. <laughs> I used to be tech savvy. Well. Yeah. Fuck. It's been a good year, mate. Thanks for doing I've this. Had I've had a ball. I've uh, had for, a for, ball. For posterity, I'd love to say that I've had a ball for all of its trials and tribulations. <laughs> I've had a ball. I've really enjoyed this. I actually enjoy our podcast, Dan. Uh, We've spoken more in the last 13 weeks, whatever the fuck it is. Is that what we're up to now? 14? Yeah. Uh, That we've spoken like ever, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it too. Cheers, mate. Cheers to you. Cheers to the 12. Mm. And future potential multiples of 12. I think... um, I think we should take some feedback from the Facebook group to say, uh, just to say, what would you like to see in 2022 since our la- it's our last episode of the year? Yeah. Um, I've got a feeling we should have more guests. Yeah. I, the guess is good. I agree. And um, and I, I like to think I'm pretty well connected. So which guests would you like to see? Yeah. Yeah. Please don't say George Clooney because I can't do George Clooney. And we've but, already got uh, we've already got one person on here who's basically George Clooney. So there's um, there's, there's sure no no yep. okay yeah. that's fine yep. Well, are you going to put that in the Facebook group or what's that? Dry? 
Are you are you too old to figure out how to put that in the Facebook group? Or are you going to be? Able I can to- do it. That's okay. fine. I'll put it in the Discord. You put it in the Facebook group. I set up this fucking OnlyFans studio here, mate. <laughs> I know technology, mate. What, do you mean only dams? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. See you, Ando. Legend. Bye, mate. See you. <laughs>